All right, uh, December 11th, Saturday, 2021. I'm Steve Sersky, and this here is today's offering for my December drumming challenge. Uh, now, if you're joining me, which no doubt if you've listened to any of the previous 10 tracks, uh, I've already said this before, but this here is my month of drumming and percussion, wherein every single day I am trying to create a drumming or a percussion percussion track of some sort uh, throughout the month of December. This all is going to lead into January, which starts January 1st of next year. Anyway, if you want to catch up on what I've done before, you can head on over to my website, stephensersky.com, under the December drumming page. It's there. Or you can also find these listed under the archives for my audio blog. I publish a daily audio blog as well, and you'll see that these are appended to each and every episode throughout the month of December. Anyway, so this track. A while ago, I had mentioned, uh, or I'd been dropping hints about the state of my drumming expertise, my drumming abilities, namely my ability to play the rudiments. Now, I had actually purchased a, a drum practice pad and a pair of sticks a while ago with the idea that I was going to go back to basics. The issue was that I didn't want to go back to basics. Not only that, the basics were incredibly boring. Horribly boring. Stupidly boring. Boring to the point of pointlessness because they weren't really serving what I was going for right now. A lot of my drum work, a lot of my percussion work, a lot of my music work has left behind what I've been working on in years previous. Basically, whatever I'd been working on in my 20s or my early teenage years or even my early 30s, it's it's sort of matured and gone by the wayside. I don't mean I've left it behind, but I mean I've sort of evolved from it, and this is not a bad thing. But even I appreciate the rudiments. Like There are certain, as a drummer, you are going to encounter ways of playing things, and the only way to coordinate yourself is to practice the rudiments. Now, there are several sets of rudiments uh the famous one there i should say oh there's a couple if you're not a drummer you won't be familiar with them too much but if you are a drummer you will be familiar with a couple different schools of thought on the rudiments number one are the george lawrence stones stick control book i mentioned that in everyone every drummer will be like ah yeah i know that one it is pages upon pages of black and white notation, A, A4, full scap, you name it, 64 pages, I think, front and back. This might sound, not sound like much. How much can you drum? Well, you can drum a lot. This guy went through every variation you could possibly think of, that he could possibly think of, for a drummer to develop better stick control and this was i mean this is this has been a mainstay of drumming particularly snare drum instruction for years my teacher gave it to me and the first thing i would give to any student that i ever had would be this book or at least exercises from it and i, I mentioned this because 
this today's uh, episode, today's track was sort of a return to those basics. Could I play them? It's not even so much could I play them. How much did I want to play them? How could I? How accurately could I play them? The thing with rudiments, especially as a drummer, these are like your scales uh, for any other melodic instrument. But with drums, it's not just one instrument. And I mean that you're not just playing these on the snare drum. You can, but that's one sound. Now you take these rudiments, you practice the sticking. You practice the inter-limb coordination. So using your hands or your arms and your legs to play the same rudiment, to play the same sticking pattern, but over four limbs rather than just two. This is what you can do with the drums that I'm not sure you can do with many other instruments. Yes, with the guitar you have pedals, with the piano you have pedals, and you have you can modify things to a certain extent, but is there any other instrument that involves the body as much as the drums? And this is where the rudiments come in. You have to practice your stick control. Your right, left, 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 right, left, right, right. Shit, I just fucked that up. <laughs> right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. There is your paradiddle. Let me say it again. Right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. Basic paradiddle. You pull that off, you say that that word to anybody, a paradiddle, you, you say that word to any drummer. And they will buy you drinks for the rest of the evening. You practice it on your office desk right now. Go ahead. Right, left. Right, right. Left, right. Left, left. Get it as smooth as possible. As smooth as you can. That is the goal of these rudiments. With the rudiments, you are meant to challenge yourself. And as I've looked at George Lawrence Stone's book, the Stick Control book, there are a few different challenges that you can apply to these rudiments. Number one is the sticking itself. The whole right, left, left, right argument. Next, accents. Most notes, most notation is written in sort of a either a quarter note or a 16 note uh, division in which do you accent the first note or the second note, or the third, or the fourth, right? So there's different variations of accents that you can throw in. Next, how else can you play this? Where else can you play this on the drum kit? Not just on the snare drum, but around the whole kit. One of the best drummers of our modern times, Joey Jordanson from Slipknot, does this all over the place. He takes... The basic, the fundamental building blocks of drumming, the rudiments, and applies it all over the kit. You can hear it. I can't break it down as, as well as other drummers have on YouTube, I'll tell you, but you look it up. Joey Jordanson, the rudiments drumming, it's there. They will break it down. They will show you how Joey Jordanson, drummer for heavy metal slipknot, uh, heavy metal band slipknot, took the simplest of simples of drumming technique and made it into like what I would consider world famous drumming melodies. Fantastic stuff. This is my offering. 
but I change it up. Because with the drum rudiments, if I played it, I, I, this is the first... This is not the first take. I did a few rough drafts, but the one that you hear is the first one that I, I recorded because, uh, I mean, I played these rudiments so often, but I decided to go further into the book and try something I've never tried before. And so a lot of it, uh, much of the track, I ended up me being like very monotonous because I was looking at the, the book intently going, oh my goodness, I have to follow these these, these sticking patterns so much. And I made a lot of mistakes. You might be able to pick up where I can, where I did make mistakes. If you saw the video, I did record it. You'll see where I make the mistakes because of the sticking pattern. But in terms of audio, my goal was actually to make it sound all pretty much the same. And it did. So when I played it back, the, the normal sticking pattern, it, it sounded like someone was practicing rudiments on a practice pad, which was horribly boring. So when I took the track and put it into Logic Pro, I uh, added some effects. What did I add? Expansion, limit, microphaser, another microphaser, and then a compressor. And then, of all things, I reversed the track. So what you hear is me playing the, some drum rudiments backwards with several effects over top. And it sounds kind of like 1980s soundtrack-ish, which I'm okay with. It sounds good for what it is. It's also a lot shorter than the other stuff because even I was I was going to overlay it with some other beats and stuff like that. I'm like, that's nah, not, this is not meant to be overlaid. This is like strictly rudiments. And that's it. I mean, if I publish the whole track, you would just shut it off after 45 seconds. Which is because that's what I was doing. So here, in, instead of playing 45 seconds, I cut out the first 45 seconds and then cut up the rest of the track so it was just over uh, a little bit of the time that it is right now. Uh, which is just about just over a minute or so because the track moves enough. And the effects, especially the microphaser, where it goes up to 100%, down to like 20%, up to 100%, down to 20%, and it sort of fades in and out. It moves around the sonic sphere a little bit, enough that it keeps you interested. It keeps me interested. I know not everyone's going to like this. They're going to be like, this is kind of boring. But it's an experiment in the sound design of the drum rudiments. Kept simple. Some things applied, some effects applied, and then published. That's it. I want to mention the one other type of rudiments that you'll encounter. And these are Tommy Igos, Egoes, Tommy Igos 47 drum set rudiments. So these are different from the stick control rudiments, wherein George Stone, George Lawrence Stone, he created uh, a book based on just two-handed drumming. That's it, like on a snare drum, basically. Whereas Tommy Igo, I, I don't know his name, I'm sorry. He created 47, actually it wasn't just him, it was Vic Firth. Vic Firth Company, their drumstick company, that came up with this sort of 47 or some odd different drum set rudiments, which took you through the basics of 
every single drum beat pattern you could think of. Drum set pattern. And it put this on. I have these posters. I have all the drum set rudiments uh, on a poster, uh, which is 46 or 47 of them. And then there's the drum set rudiments. Um, the stick control book is, is separate, of course. But uh, these, every, just about every drummer that I know knows of these things. If they don't have these posters, then they have something very similar to them. So the drum set rudiments are one thing that you play those around the kit. That's your rock kit, your rock beat, your jazz beat, your Latin, your salsa, um, your uh, typical clave uh, beat, your rhythm, uh, and, and things along those lines. Whereas the stick control stuff is all your paradiddles, your paradiddles, your flams, your ratamacues, and different sticking patterns that are meant to develop the limb dexterity required to play a percussion instrument such as the snare drum or the entire drum set. So this is my offering. Drum rudiments. I've called it uh, drum rudiments. <laughs> Complicated, I know. And then I've applied some effects because, honestly, it was kind of boring just to hear it the way it is. I might post the regular video the way it was, like how it was originally recorded, recorded and then post the audio track as well. But here are the drum rudiments as I played them today thanks for listening head over to my website stevensersky.com you can find the rest of the tracks for december drumming challenge hope you enjoyed that thanks a lot for listening we'll talk again bye bye